Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. Good morning, happy January 18th, 2024, and we're going to talk specifically around fund fees in the real estate investment space. So this is most relevant you if you are a LP, a limited partner who invests capital into private funds or syndications, or if you are perhaps an aspiring GP who wants to get into the space and run your own fund or syndication. Let's talk about fees, what they are, what's fair, and, and why that's fair. Alrighty, so in a real estate fund or syndication, there are a couple different types of fees. Now, the most common fee, the most, I would say, ubiquitous fee is what's called a management fee. That's a low percentage. It's typically one to two percent of the overall investment amount that was put into the fund. And that fee is used to cover the operating expenses of the fund. For example, let's say you raised a $100 fund and it's a 1% management fee. The fund would invest $99 and they would use $1 as the management fee. Now, this is, this is highly simplistic, but that's basically how that works. There's also a couple other fees that are less common, but you might still see. For example, some funds do what's called acquisition fees, meaning they take a fee every time they buy some property. And the thought process there is they just probably spent a lot of money, depending on the asset class, on inspections and high quality vendors, legal accounting, there might be specialty inspections, there might be uh, zoning consultants, whatever it might be, to uh, do that deal so they need a fee to pay those expenses. You also might see a fee for refinancing. Every time they refinance a property, they need take a fee. And then on disposition, every time they sell a property, they take a fee. So that's a lot of different fees though. What is fair? What is the right number of fees that should be taken and, and why? So from my perspective, and this is what we have in my fund, is we have a upfront management fee. It's 1.5%, which is typically which about what you see. It's about 1% to 2%. And that's fair. That's market standard. And we'll get into why that's fair in just a second. The other fees, the acquisition fees, the disposition fees, the refinancing fees, those are typically not fair. It's true that some asset classes do have a lot of hard cost or chase cost to go buy a property. For example, if you are a ground up real estate developer who's going to be building a 300 unit building, it's probably fair to have an acquisition fee. You are going to have a lot of hard cost in there. However, some people do insane acquisition fees for something like a single family house where you, you really don't need an acquisition fee. And sometimes those acquisition fees can be huge. Anything more than 1% is probably just not fair. And there are some syndicators out there who are trying to do 5% acquisition fees. Same thing on disposition and refinancing. You don't really need those fees unless you are a highly specific boutique building. A regular Joe Schmo multifamily GP doesn't need those fees. So I would look very strongly and very closely at those acquisition, refinance, disposition fees, because that's typically where people are, are overcharging on fees. But what's what's fair? Why did I say the one to one one to two percent or the one point five percent our fund has is a fair management fee? Well, that management fee is actually in most cases has very very little profit in there for the GP. That fee, if done correctly, is paying for really high quality vendors. So in our case, for example, at Scholastic, my fund. 
We have two brand name accounting firms, really high-end accounting firms involved. One is Audit Tax Prep, one is Fund Admin. And then legal fees, if you get a really high quality lawyer, our lawyer is a graduated top five at Columbia Law. He knows exactly what he's doing in this space. If you're doing that, hiring the right vendors there, that's a hundred grand a year. And a fund, especially an SEC registered fund, is not an area where you want to go cheap with an accountant or lawyer. There is hundreds and hundreds of pages of legal documents, and one mistake could cause the entire thing to not work. And if your accountant screws up, which is very possible, funds are highly complex, then everybody involved in the fund has a huge issue. If you are putting money into a fund, you want to see that they have that 1% to 2% management fee, and you want to make sure that they're using it correctly by paying for those really high-quality vendors. Because if you don't have them, you could be in a lot of trouble. I hope this makes sense, and all the best. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three plus year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow.